Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. The podcast with Danny, the big dick, yo. Craig, the footlong forest. And charms as long as an arm. James Young. Producer, Dan. They call him the man because he wants loved ones. Wong. He went in the Wong way. Jeff, any whole coal. Got you on the ones and twos, baby. Let's get this party started. Why, thank you very much there, JC. I've never been more turned on in this podcast as I am right now. Creeped out. Or is a little it bit that out. fuzzy pillow you're sitting on? This thing is beautiful. You know that, what movie is it with um, Russell Brand and he's talking about the wall and Jeffrey. Get him to the Greek. Get him to the Greek. And he's Jeffrey. touching that the wall's got like carpet on it, and that's what this 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 throw is. It a throw? Or no, just a pillow. That's yeah. just a pillow. Just a pillow. It feels amazing. You can call it a throw, man. That's we're Dan. Dan's talking right now. Why are we all we're, talking? I don't know. <laughs> JC started it. We're we're in. Um, it's like a really laboured Sean Dyche. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that was Sean talks to his missus after, yeah, you know, after right, a big a, win. Just a little slower. All right, darling. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll pull you some cabs. Come on. How about you come yeah. over here right now? Yeah. Don't be afraid. <laughs> We're in a shack out back. We garage. are socially distancing from each other. We're outside. So um, there's no chance of COVID spreading in here. None. Some other things might spread, but not COVID. <laughs> what? What would that be? The blankets. The blankets, yeah, the blankets will spread. Will spread. Yeah. Love. No, you look like you're sitting on the drums. Like you're, like, you're <laughs> I feel like, like it. Yeah. But if, if, if you'd seen our, our text before this this recording today, we're actually sitting in the place where Dan Wong kills and skins his victims. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true. He was talking about cutting us up into pieces and making purses out of us on this wonderful WhatsApp no, no, no. string. Where's Precious? I wasn't only talking about that what i also said was it was only you and forrest that were gonna go danny was gonna help me and (laughs) we need his (laughs) sultry voice for jc to commentate on the killing no that'd be great although but it's more to sell it after because he's gonna be high-end purses i i flattered yeah craig we're high-end instead of buffalo bill it's thunder stand Where's precious? Where's precious? In the basket. <laughs> Put the fucking lotion in the basket. Put the lotion in the basket. What a good movie. Oh, but great movie. Just, Amazing. Too, just Amazing. dark. Oh. Quite dark. Very dark. Yeah. Um, why? Why would uh, Craig and myself be the ones? Well, victimized by I've your always told you white perversions. Guys. Lot of skin. Is that what it is? No, I, I'm, I'm happy. Because if I was going to kill any of you and make a purse out of you, you're the if, two if, most soft. 
milk baggy guys. Do you think I can kill him? I have to. I have to hold ninja it if I have to kill him. But look at the you skin, though. Is... He's got this swarthy Italian tone to his skin. He'd be That's... a lovely person. Oh, he'd be a... swarthy. Look, we're going down. We're going to do this the right way. <laughs> We're going to turn on each other at some point, just like Peaky Blinders. Six months in, you know, we're going to turn on each other. But that's my, that's okay. You guys are already gone. I think I would probably make a purse out of you before anyone else here. Because you've got this hodgepodge of tones in your skin from around the world. I do. It's a oh, nice it's like tone. It's a skin. nice tone, isn't it's it? Like an alligator. Like an old brown leather bag. Yeah. <laughs> Rhino skin Dan. <laughs> Nice pair of boots, maybe. Yeah, that's right. Did you say boots? Yeah. All right, boots. <laughs> They're original Dan Wongs. <laughs> there are not Vera's. <laughs> not Vera Wang. Is it Wang, Wang, Wang or no. Wong? Vera Wongs. That's right. <laughs> anyway, this is a podcast about soccer. It is. Can you tell? It is. It is. Uh, big news this week, fellas. Greg Vanny steps down from Toronto FC. They're looking for a new coach. The question to start this conversation is, when is Danny Dicchio starting? Leach? MLSC doesn't have enough money for me. Yeah. Very good point. Very good point. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Though, all joking aside, this is uh, quite a big moment in this club's history, right? Um, mm-hmm. Last year, Bez Pachenko leaves... Now it's Greg Vanny who, who wants a new challenge. I understand that. I think it's fair to say, you know, he's been there, what, six years, I believe? Seven years? Seven. Seven years, right? Obviously, mm. turned around this club from a footballing standpoint compared to previous regimes. Um, mm. How will you remember the, the Greg Vanny era? Success. You have to say he's done very well. Along with, you know, Beznachenko did an exceptional job too. I mean, the whole group, I thought the club came together. Because I think there was some good coaches in the past that, you know, things as a club was going through this early stages of its, you know, the infancy of the club, um, growing pangs. But I think they finally got it uh, right at every level, which Beach. was great. And, and, you know, winning a title, being in the finals, you know, amazing. Canadian championships. Nearly winning the Champions League, you know, it was great. I mean, the next guys that come in and whoever that it may be, I think is. we have to also throw Tim Laiwiki in there as well. That's right, because that was a, a major scoop for MLSC to to mm-hmm. bring in someone like him who had the foresight to to say, right, we're going to make a, a real go of this. We're going to bring in the right people. Brought Bezbachenko in from from the league, who's done a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. Um, brought a young coach in, and Greg, and gave him his chance. And the, the consistency was key as well. We had so much turnaround in in the early years at TFC, and I've seen everything from the bad to the worst, all the way up to the success and the goodness that we've seen in the last four or five years. So, yeah, um, the consistency of of Building that culture and sticking with it is is massive in any football club. Yeah, exactly. How would you compare the culture now when you walk into that club at the training ground or be at BMO Field or wherever? How would you compare the culture, the feel of that club compared to, you know, pre Bez, pre Vanny, pre Lowicki? I think it's the togetherness and the all for one, which we, we, we stand on a lot with that with that saying, that everyone's kind of in it together. And before it was very kind of everyone's looking over their own shoulder or their own back and stepping on eggshells, but everyone mm. kind of knew their role. 
um, in the last five or six years, whether you're working in the academy, whether you're working in media, whether you're working in the sports science department. And, and that takes time to build. You can't just force culture. You know, it has to develop naturally, but you have to have the right people uh, in charge of, of different departments and all pulling in the same direction as well. What do you think, what is your opinion on now? You, I mean, you've been there for ever and seen it, <laughs> right? Well, yes, but ever. It's literally forever. I'm only 46. Why aren't you bugging me, Craig? The club's no, what, 13 years old, I came right? here when I was 12. The club's yeah. 13 years old, right? And you were there for, what, 13 years, yes. right? So, yeah, you've been there forever. Exactly. True. He's a first goal scorer. Come on. Is he? Didn't know. Yeah, and it took forever for them to <laughs> score a goal. Is he? I didn't know that. <laughs> Wasn't he? Yeah. I called it. By the way, uh, before well, you get to your point it. there, is it true? I, I heard... <laughs> he did I call it. Rumor, I, I, I was color With Nigel. That's right. Is it true? Is, is it true that there's a supporters group who, who, are going, who want to stop singing the 24th minute Dikio chant because they think it celebrates a bad era in the club's history? I read this somewhere. Have you heard this, Deech? I haven't heard it, no. I, I must research this. I can believe it, though. It's fucking ridiculous if that's the case. How do you build history? How do you build a culture by yeah. ignoring the past? It's a massive moment. Regardless of how, where, where TFC was and the Mo Johnston era, yeah. the Prickett era, scoring the first goal for the club is a big deal. Yeah. Whether it's the first game or the 15th yeah. game, it doesn't matter. Liverpool's never going to say, that? hey, you know, uh, you know, you'll never walk alone. It's like, you know, I was a little old. Maybe we should. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. right? Oh, it's a bygone era. Not that it was a yeah, it's a bygone era, not a yeah. charm. Yeah, but how does it. that song go? By the way, you never walk alone. <laughs> yeah, when you walk through the rain, oh, will we you go. hold your head high? Yeah, I used to know it. Oh, it's been so oh, long my since God. I sang it. You're going to get hammered. I can't oh. believe you, you don't know, you know, you know just that need song. The music. When I hear the music, I'm, I, I can I can sing along to it. Walk you, you, you know, walk you remember the how it originated, right? Yes. It was a, what, it was what do you a, tell us, Craig? It was a number one record, wasn't it, Craig? Like they played yeah, the because the, the Tannoy system had only just come in recently to have the ability to, you know, have a, a system around the stadium. So before they would start playing the top, I don't know what it was, 20, 30, whatever, way before the game. And then by the time 3 o'clock came along, it would always be the number one song. Is that how it started? And really? You'll Never Walk Alone was number one for several weeks. And they really? were singing it. And then when it went away, they were like, whoa, hold on a minute. And that's exactly how it started. So the Scousers were probably bored of it, but it was just so ingrained in their head around when the team was coming out. Because that would probably be well, the no, they were bored of it. I think they loved it. To the number one song at that time. Yeah. And it kind of, that's interesting. It stuck. That. It's yeah. a great song, by the way. Well, it's time for a change, obviously. Was, now we need something was, from Drake instead. To, <laughs> oh, you know, Liverpool needs to reinvent itself. And, you know, it's yeah. just a bygone era. You know, it's kind yeah. of the past now. You know, so whoever yeah. supporters group it is who's considering this, I want to find out who it is. If it's true, please let me know, someone. You're idiots. I yeah. thought Liberati, uh, inebriati is no longer there, but maybe they've been uh, reborn in this. their dumbass choice. It's the stupidest thing. It's overthinking. Yeah. Right? Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Now you've experienced several clubs in the UK that all levels of the Premier League and down and youth team as well like right from a young age seeing the culture of what it's like in England in Europe now what is that what is TSE compared to that the culture because well, of the history I mean when you walk around those clubs there's history from a hundred years ago and photos from you know what I mean like there's yes. it's ingrained well you've been to the training ground and I think they've done a really good job at, at the main stadium as well at BMO but the training ground is is 
I heard Quinton Westberg come out this week and sit and he pointed out a really good comment and saying that we've been away from the training ground for a long, long time this year. And, and really the training ground is the heartbeat of any club. And we have a fantastic facility. Um, you, you can kind of really breathe in the culture when you go into our facility, whether it be in the, the academy part of the training ground, whether it be the first team locker room, uh, the, the dining room, the, the offices, there's pictures everywhere kind of celebrating the history. And going back to your, to your comment about the song, Shams, it's not so much about the song because I know it's hard to say this, but I sometimes get embarrassed when I'm in the ground and, and the fans are singing it. It's just, I don't know what it is. I just get a little bit anxious. Um, but You're too modest, that's why. No, no, it's You're not to do that. It's, so for me, the fans have to understand that you have to remember the bad times. You have to remember the start, the struggles that we all went through, whether it be players, staff, more importantly, the fans that, that pay their good money, the board of directors, the owners, and understand that we never want to get back to that. It's how a club becomes itself. It's how its it identity. Develops. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's only certain clubs that really, you know, start and get off the, the, the ground straight away. Mm-hmm. But as, they as, always have a fall as well. Craig, as well as, well. as the league is set up in a way that there's there there's parity unless you, you know designated players and you know all that except you know quality there. But it's not like you know, clubs in, you know, it's like Barcelona, Real Madrid's where you, you, you have so much more spending power that you're dominating the league. That you're never going to have, Toronto FC is never going to be the Manchester United or whatever that's going to dominate for years and years. It's just not structured that way. Right. Right. You're right. Because there is a cap and yeah. anyone, any team can get their three DPs or whatever it's going to be and spend. You can't go beyond that. Yeah. No, precisely. And I think it's really important to, you know, acknowledge those bad days. You look at, Look at Man City, for example. People complain about Man City being a plastic club. They're not a plastic club at all. You know, there may be some plastic fans out there, but they went down the shitter. They were way down there not they so long massive ago. massive club. And they were a massive you know, incredibly club. successful club and, you know, back in the day in the 70s. Wasn't it 70s? Big yeah. time, yeah. yeah. They have one of the greatest. Uh, yeah, they were. They were Law, yeah. Like, with Man City as well, people do not understand that. And I have arguments with Manchester United fans all, all the time that, Man City is probably the, the the most supported team in Manchester itself. You know, for sure. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. more Man City fans. It might have changed a little bit now, yeah. but Man United fans used to come from everywhere in the UK, yeah. Ireland, Scotland. Yeah. They had a big Cockney Reds down in in London, like Liverpool do as well. But Man City were a very like community based team, like yeah. very very strong uh, support in Manchester. Yeah. And a lot of families too are split. You know, they have blue and red family members are. Yeah, they have one of the best walk-on songs as well, right? In Blue Moon. She saw me standing a lot. They had an unbelievable though, and I love those those songs that have no connotations to sport. They just, for whatever reason, they become an anthem. And the lower divisions, like they always brought a lot of away fans. That's right. Main Road was a fantastic stadium to play. Yeah, it was. They played at a big, big cop cop end like this. No. (laughs) Well, we wrong one. How does DJ Blue- Jeff fuck <laughs> Over to you, DJ Danny Dickey. <laughs> you just wanted to show us your dance moves to that, yeah, Jeff, didn't you? Where, where's the, the background in the West Ham's uh, You're Forever Blowing, We're Forever Blowing Bubbles? That was a stage show. A stage a show. failed stage show. Was Michael States. Jackson involved? <laughs> At some point, yes. 
Oh my god! <laughs> but, yeah, the that, was that, low, that was a low that's blow. The, that's dark. That's, no school, that's this old schoolyard joke. It? It's no schoolyard joke. Dark. Growing up, we should have a little competition. <laughs> you hear that before? <laughs> you we must have heard that. It's terrible. It's bestiality. It's not good. But it's a funny joke when you're 12 years old and 46. Apparently, <laughs> we, sh- we should have a little vote with our punters and uh, uh, listeners to see who, who's their favourite song. They don't have to support the team. But their favorite walkout song. I mean, like, there's some crazy ones. Everton's, is it Zed Cars? They have Zed Cars at Everton. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea have a really good Scar song. You can't get away with mm. it's Zed Cars. I don't have a clue. Zed Cars. Cars. It's an old TV show, isn't it? Yes, yeah, an old okay, TV so show. What's, how, it's American, the, I think. What's the beat? Like, it's not a beat. It's I, like an old. But it's yeah, like a Benny Hill? Give me the. Benny I think it's just we used to come out like to, to uh, enter the clowns. That's it. That's the Zed Cars. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? What's that? That's a Zed cars. Chelsea. No, that's Everton. Or Everton. Oh, that's right. Everton. Okay, what was Ipswich? Enter the Clowns. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it but was, is it, it was like, something like that? Like, like honestly, bring on the clowns! Here, that's no, here no, comes no. the clowns. The clowns. <laughs> Six foot five on his frame. <laughs> no, but it was a green shirt and boots. <laughs> it was terrible. It was terrible. So and, it, li- and not that I was into the hype and all that, like the yeah. U.S. Raw Raw stuff. But when I was there, I was kind of like, guys, like, you know, you might want to hype it up a bit. Like, this is terrible. It was we like a, a circus song. We had a great one at Sunderland. It was like um, Maybe I should a look classical song, a real classical. I can't remember what it was called, but... The sound system there was unbelievable, and it had a real big kind of bass behind it as well. Fantastic. What would your uh, walkout song be? Say you're a boxer, right? By the way, was Tyson the weekend? Great question. Tyson, and... I really enjoyed that. That was good. Did you? I thought it was a waste of time. Did you? No, it was fun. It was fun. Anyway, if you paid for it, you go, like, nine of you decide to zoom into a call and put it up. You paid for it. You paid for it. I got... I got... IDP, so. <laughs> it's 50 bucks well spent. IDP, I, that's TV, a, you know, so. it's a nice distraction from uh, COVID-19, let me tell you. I thought um, the fight before it was better. There were some good fights before it, yeah. Was yeah. it Jake Paul knocked uh, Nate Robinson out? Who, Clean. Did you watch? Okay, so Nate Basketball Robinson, players right, a great athlete. Have you seen this? <laughs> no. I've never that. seen a worse fighter in my we life about than Nate Robinson. Songs. I could have beaten Nate Robinson. <laughs> Awful. Awful. You, here's the thing about Nate Robinson. Right? He was a crazy athlete. He was a starting wide receiver for the Washington Huskies and the starting point guard. Like, he was the shit. So he's not a big so, guy, right? Five foot nine. No. Five six. Five five. They said five nine the broadcast, but yeah, we could be right. Not. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he can't box, though. He shit himself. But that's why I was embarrassed for football players, because most football players can at least handle themselves yeah. with their hands. I, know, I like, think he just got in that ring against some freaking YouTube sensation for crying out loud. Yeah. And, uh, it, just was it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. Okay, so if you were a, a boxer, who would your, what would your walkout song be? Walkout song. That's a tough one. I'd have to... I love Rocky, man. <laughs> I love I had a tiger. I had a tiger. Okay. Either that or something by Mob Deep. Who's Mob Deep? Mob You're you're so white, Shams. It's unbelievable how white you are. Shook ones by Mob Deep probably. Can you find that for us, uh? That's a good one, sure. That's a good one. There we go. 
That would get me hyped up. Are you wearing like the uh, the the, uh, the silk robe or a towel like Tyson? No. Are you wearing? Coming out just in my shorts. Just your shorts? Just my nah, shorts. Boy, that's pretty None hardcore. of that crap nice. with masks on or hats No Deontay Wilder when no, you got, you got no, too no, exhausted no. wearing a suit? Yeah. None of what that. about you, Craig? What's your walkout song? You're going to the ring. You're taking on uh, Dan Wong. Who's your, uh, your walkout easy, song? Easy. Damn. Thunderstruck? Yeah, Thunderstruck. That would work actually to get you going, wouldn't it? Actually, yeah. you're saying that. So at TFC in the first couple of years, they played like some real heavy rock when we used to come out onto the field. So it lasted about two or three years, and it was like Jimmy's like absolutely gone for it in the warm up. It's like, who picked this playlist? Like, it's like <laughs> unbelievable. Like, because Jimmy's into his like old classic rock and ACDC. Yeah. So years go by, Aaron Vinter comes in, and I don't know if you've heard this story. So he had so many plans and so many kind of things that he wanted to implement at Toronto FC to make us a better team. Didn't really think about the system of play or, or tactics, but there was other stuff going on that he tried to implement to make us better. And one of his things was, we need to have a better song for when the players walk out to. And I don't know if the TFC fans remember this as well. We were like, we, we were so kind of anxious to know what this song would be. We thought it was like, it's going to be such a big pump-up song. He said, this is it. You'll find out. I'm not going to tell any of you. And him and Bob the Clerk were really like, giddy about it so yeah, this is going to be an unbelievable song first game comes up it's Bob Marley don't worry about a thing <laughs> come on really? don't worry <laughs> do, 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 about a thing great song but not something to get up for a match no. but I think he was preempting like the performance <laughs> what was going to happen <laughs> yeah exactly that's it just, this is not going to go leave. well boys yeah this, this <laughs> will not end well but <laughs> don't worry don't worry I like the Chelsea, Bob says. the Chelsea song uh, yeah with blue is a color blue is a color no, their one is the, the, the what's it called? The Scar song. No, yeah, no, that's coming out. But they play this one at the end. If they win. That's right, if they win. Or no matter what. No, well, that's a good question. Do you not play Glory Glory? Um, the whether they win or lose? Okay. They went, White is a color, soccer is a yeah, game. Don't play that. Yeah? Yeah. We're all together, and winning is our aim. So cheer us on through the sun and rain, because White Caps, White Caps is our name. So I always thought it was a White Cap song. And when I played for Chelsea... That was ah. the first time I ever heard it, and I'm like, no way. I didn't know you guys played the White Cap song. <laughs> See, <laughs> the thing is about, it could be the worst song in the world, right? But if you play it over the course of 40 years at a club, it becomes so synonymous mm. and so beloved, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be an awful song. but Burnley played one of my favorite bands, Arcade Fire, from uh, Canada, from Montreal. Do they really, yeah? Yeah, that, they that play, um, what's the song? But obviously, it doesn't go too far back in club history. But it's like a, a kind of mel- really slow melody song for when they come out. So, so I was Sean Dyche's favorite song, like uh, Aaron Vinter and Bob the Clerks. I did. Uh, uh, he, he's actually a huge music fan, isn't he? Is he music buff? So yeah. Maybe he goes to Glastonbury every year. Yeah. Maybe. I wanted to ask Danny. You mentioned one thing about TFC, and the biggest thing you said. I've been there for the highest points and the lowest points, and. I don't know if we ever asked him. What was the lowest point? The lowest point for me was, like personally, was was the year I retired and Julian came in and we still had a chance to get through to the playoffs and it was 
I think it was a game against New York Red Bulls where we went to... Despicable game. Yeah, they, 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 New York had already been eliminated from the playoffs and all we needed, I think all we needed was a draw. And I was a member of staff. I wasn't like, I was just like an assistant. I just retired. So I was allowed in the locker room prior to the game at halftime. I just remember there was this massive monsoon that came over. And it absolutely pissed down. It delayed the game for around half an hour. But we played a couple of like younger boys that had come in that Mo had brought in. A couple of, um, I think they were from Ghana or, or Gambia. I remember Manuel Gomez at the back. Our goalkeeper, main goalkeeper was injured. And all we needed was a draw. And it would have been our first time in the playoffs. And we absolutely shit the bed. Like was New that five one? It was either five one or five two. Five one, I think that one yeah. wasn't it. And it was just like that was one of my low points because I thought, what do you do the next day? This is what I'm all, like. You know, I'm always about what straw you get on the plane. You fly worst flight home probably right? Or were guys like, fuck it, I'm getting drunk. Like, how was the flight home? No, the, the disappointment was in the locker room afterwards. And it's a lot different, what I would say, being a member of staff compared to being a player. Like, I had my disappointments of being a player here. But in the first two years, there wasn't much expectations for us to, like, get to the playoffs or do well. We wanted to, but the excitement was that we, there was a new team in Canada, a new team in Toronto playing in the MLS, and everyone just jumped in out. I remember the first year... I think we actually drew against New England, and I came on. I was I was injured, but Mo threw me on. I had like a dodgy hip at the time, and I scored. <laughs> I scored a last minute. Still equalizer. does. <laughs> He's got two now. Can't get over a fence. I can't get I over hear. a fence. And the fans came on the field celebrating like we we. It was the last game. We drew two two, and we were celebrating that we. It was just a celebration that we got through a year. I think. They they weren't expecting us here to play us. The, the sellout group, like yeah. stands every week yeah. right behind us, and it was just it was surprising for me because at the end of the season in England, if you've had a shit season, they're booing you off the field. They're like coming on the field to try yeah. and get you. Well, with the exception of a few you know supporters groups and long time fans, those first few years people really didn't give a shit whether you won or lost. They went there for the party. No, and it was a great yeah. party. Yeah. It was a great time out. Yeah. Right? But yeah. a lot of those those people there, those games weren't really in, ingrained in the sport. They were learning the sport. Uh, they were the hardcore, don't get me wrong, but yeah. I think that's... A, it was like year three, four when it, when it continued, when it was like, oh, something fatigue. Got change. Like COVID fatigue, it was like uh, TFC fatigue again. Yeah. yeah. My God, we're awful. I Charms, were I, you covering, like I know what you called, but did you cover TFC? Yeah. In the entire time? I mean, I wasn't um, on the road with them. I, was, I wasn't, you know, I'm in the trenches, so to speak, but I cover them on a daily basis, yeah. But you didn't, like... He was called like he called. I called. No, I, I haven't called many games. Goal. I called one TFC game. Two. And how'd you feel two. about it? Like, was it was it weird to call a game? Like, I'm always wondering. How I know that Andy were. Welsh scored the the goal. I think it was one one in the end, and that Andy Welsh the, scored his only goal. Was, it was one nil. Was it one nil? Was it one Houston? That's right. I should remember that. It was one nil. Yeah. I got sent off. That's right. And I was pissed off because because <laughs> I'm preparing for this game, right? And one of the the big narratives was okay. At least I know Danny Dickio. I know his kind of story. And he's fucking suspended. Like, Christ. <laughs> I've got to fill a broadcast now. And we have Budgie. Brian Bud was on the sidelines doing reporting. 
And Budgie, you know, Budgie's Budgie, right? He did his own star, but he, he was being pelted with beer throughout the entire broadcast. <laughs> well, I could hear, like, through my, my ear, I was like, oh, God, that fucker, another one, ah! That's from that's probably from Jimmy's friends in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, that was the one game I called. I did some colour for radio at mm. Sportsnet, which I just hated doing. But we, we talk about the going. downtimes as, as a player and a member of staff. Craig followed the team around for a long, long time. Oh. And five years. And Craig, Craig told me some stories where, like, you know, you just don't want to get out of bed. I, I don't know you want to tell us, Craig, about some of the some of the games he had to watch. Well, I felt every sorry away for game was, I think we in the five years. I think we had five. I think I called five winning away games or something like. In five years, five, five years, winning yeah. away games. Well, wow. yeah. So it was just loss after loss, and then one day we were playing in. Uh, well. Well, this is because interesting, you know, because because MLSE, the basketball guy, is hired by like he's a homer. He's hired and paid for by MLSE or you know the broad, Sportsnet or whatever, right? But he's he's the home broadcast in the Premier League and in England. So we don't get that. So you get so really you're getting an, an opinionated broadcast that is more honest, to be honest. So. We're calling the, the games. We're in Chicago, and I said, um, "If Toronto, the Toronto see, I mean, they're just an awful p- display." And it was there's still a, there was there was there was still a few. I didn't say that, but it was quite clear. Yeah, uh, just but an awful. Display. There was a few, there was a few games left in the way season. To, way to market, brother. Yeah, way to market. Yeah. Well, that's I'll tell you. That's exactly it. But it was honest. So there's still a few games left in the season. And I said, if they don't if they don't get anything from this game, then they, they got no chance of making the playoffs. So MLSC got hold of Sportsnet and sit, you know sent an email, basically, you know he's got to you know tone it down, tone it down. But basically, the conversation ended up being the like I'm like you, the fans can see that for themselves. Yeah, exactly. And they didn't make you the can't playoffs. Polish a turd. That bad, right? A big stinking steam. Yeah. And to be lucky, I mean, Sportsnet backed so me completely, you. and <laughs> Sportsnet just said, "No, we we want our our uh, color guys to be opinionated and honest." Well, even so that-, that wasn't a problem, but just the point that they, you know, they try, they they just want you to be and think that the fans are stupid enough Precisely. not to see that. Even Danny Kovmans came out and says, "We are." The worst team in the world. In the world. In the yeah. world, he said that, right? Mm-hmm. That, so that was a that was a bad time in TFC as well. Yeah. That was a real bad time. So yeah. I mean, they probably weren't the worst in the world, but <laughs> no, was close. The probably the worst team. Somewhere. It was close. Not many professional, like top flight in the nations. Probably pretty close to being the worst, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's the worst league in the world? Like top flight. Well. I mean, name it. Where do you start? Where do you end with yeah. this top flight level? How do you gauge Bulgaria that? in the <laughs> Bulgaria? Um, like, I mean, I don't know. Like you go in, you know, Thailand. Thailand. Okay, so is is the worst team in Thailand in 2011 or whenever he said that? Were they worse than TFC or was TFC Me, worse? I, I would I would say it would be competitive. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a competitive eyesore. Yeah, but you know, yeah. what? it was frustrating though covering it too because. The, the Toronto media, the, the mainstream media, were taking the piss all the time as well of TFC. And they were so clueless, right? And it was lazy, yeah. lazy reporting after. Now, let's although, get a shot at TFC. Although, at the same thing, it was like, 
great that the media actually took an interest in it, except for TSN, because TSN didn't touch it right for five years until they actually got into it. They didn't send a camera down to training. Never saw TSN. Do you think they got more coverage for being bad than had they been good in those early few years? No. <laughs> I don't know. No, the the first, mainstream I mean, media were, were it, commenting I all think, the time. I think that, that it got off to such a hot start. Again, the results weren't important, important. It was just incredible atmosphere. People were loving the fact that they were just loving there was a team there. It. Everybody, nobody really knew what it was kind of unknown. I mean, MLSC, we did a meeting with uh, Richard Petty back in the day. And because we got wind at Sportsnet that. Uh, they were interested in an MLS team. We're like, oh, wow, no way. Awesome. So we went down and had a meeting and, and an interview with him. And he said, yeah, you know, we're doing our research. We're trying to figure it out. But it was $10 million. And, you know, it's a big investment. And $10 million. What are they worth now? What's, what's it worth of TFC now? What's TFC I worth know, now? I should know this. Though. 200 plus? Yeah. Yeah, easily. What's the franchise uh, fee now? 200 isn't it? I think St. Louis just paid around 240. 240, was it? Mm. Wow. Exactly. Don Garber has done a pretty good job, let's be honest. Oh, and he's getting league. handsomely paid. Yeah. Uh, but hello. No, I don't know if this is working properly. It doesn't sound proper. But uh it's time for Footy Prime Picks and Jeff is going to intro it this week. Oh, is he? Yeah. Ooh. Do you do you know the games? Uh, I've got them right here. So I I, I picked the games this week everyone. Apparently we're not talking about um TFC anymore. <laughs> Dan's heard enough. No, JC's got to leave, right? Is that the reason? Have you got the open air? No, that's okay. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. Just, this is when the producer hates the host. He, uh, by the way, we're, we're moving on now. Get down, get down. What's up, mother Fs? It's now time for another episode of Footy Prime Picks. Yeehaw! <laughs> I thought it was Footy Prime Picks win, lose, or draw. Win, lose, or draw. All right, here we go. Nice. Wait for the end of the song, Sorry. man. Sorry, man. There's a big pause. I'm out of here. I'm I just thought you were a professional, Jeff. I'm going to the inside of the house. It's way better. It sure does. Jesus. Warmer. All right, we've got three games to pick from today, and uh, we're sticking the Premier League because, um, well, last week was a disaster. <laughs> going outside the Premier League. <laughs> Can I? Right? Sorry. Can I can I tell people about this? Yeah. My job is to bother Craig Forrest to pick the games. And so he picked one game and then he said to me, These four teams are also good. But they weren't the teams. They were just other I was giving teams. you information. And yeah. that's why that's why when I said I was uh, giving the producer information. I and then, information. And then I said our next game is Real Madrid Barcelona. And I said, Oh El Clasico. I, I had no idea. And then one goes, No, no, no. <laughs> I told you sent it to me. <laughs> they're just good teams. Listen, Real Madrid Real Madrid and Barcelona are playing are playing and they, yes, they're playing, but not each other. Yeah. El Clasico. No. No, they're not no. playing this weekend. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> they don't play for another month. It was, it was horrible. <laughs> it was. And so I looked on, I went to ESPN, one of our, uh, they're soon to be going to pick us up. I don't know if anybody <laughs> Not after this show, they're not. <laughs> um, and I said to, I, I just went, I'm going to not call Craig. He's got a new job, so I don't want to, I don't want to bother him, right? So I picked the three games. I think they're pretty good. No, well, yeah, well okay. fuck you. Um, okay, West Ham. Manchester United. Ooh, a game that's that? close to Craig's heart. 
<laughs> squirming over well, there. Well, actually, it's not. It's Manchester United versus West Ham. That's a oh, real that's right, problem. Right, right. This is at, at Upton, well, not Upton Park, but at uh, yeah. the, always, the, the we were all, always We were always competitive when we weren't at Manchester United. <laughs> well, we, I mean, it got a couple of draws there as well. But they're not exciting. Regardless, West Ham's playing some pretty damn good football these days. Aren't they? United are on the back of another little surge after a terrible downward spiral, as they do under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. So, West Ham, Manchester United, what you got? What you got? Hold on, because a couple of weeks ago you told me um, that a team were playing at home, and I took them, but they were playing away. Are you saying that I was incorrect in my information? Well, Dan was, and he passed it on to you. So, okay. who is at home? West Ham or United? Well, according to Dan's text, it's West Ham, but we should probably check this out. We should probably double-check this. Okay, Please check stuff out. Man United lost uh, today to PSG. They usually rebound after a Champions oh, League. Oh, yeah. Was... But I'm going for a draw. What a comeback they had in the league. Yeah, against Southampton. Crazy, huh? 2-0, playing very poorly. Oh, yeah. Southampton yeah, playing very comes well. On. Southampton look good. They look oh, dangerous on set piece. De Gea had to come off at halftime. Yep, and then they just turned it around. But yeah, Cavani was Cavani was uh, he was I'm good for a draw there. All right, yeah, so, that's, uh, yeah West Ham's at home. Yeah, West yeah, Ham. I would, I would, I think it's I. I'm not to be boring. I'm gonna, I would say a draw is a very good result, very possible. It, it, I would bet on a draw. Then I would actually bet. If bet. both of you saying draw, I'd bet on it. West draw Ham, uh, on a, on a pure gambling level. Usually, just draw. Mm. It's right in the middle. No, no draw is a harder pick. Harder pick. Yeah. You get more money for a draw. Yeah. I should know that. They don't bet a lot of draws. Now, so West Ham have been really, really solid. And considering how they, that tough schedule they started with and the points that they picked up, fantastic. Are you, are you believing they did well against David Moyes? Pardon me? Are you, are you believing in David Moyes? Is he is he back to the Everton David Moyes? I was never really anti-David Moyes. Was I? Good manager. Yeah. I don't I don't think, you know, was he there? You know, I, I think they he's turned it around. He's made them very organized. They 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 scoring goals and, you know, Rice has been excellent. Declan Rice has been yeah, what a player he is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fabianski's been amazing, really. For the most part, he's been great. You see that Fulham game when they they beat the one 0 at home. Fulham had a penalty in the yeah, and then he did the Paneka. Yeah, an idiot. Look, that's right. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. But you know, he, he missed another penalty, Ooh. didn't he? This, uh, no, he didn't. Oh Sorry, wasn't no, they, they missed a penalty. The next scored game the goal, blasted or over. Yeah, then they finally scored again from the spot this past did yeah. they? Monday, wasn't it? Who I, I wouldn't want to take that penalty. Yeah, he oh. smashed it as well. Did he? He put his head down. Ah! Smasherello. But I, th- I think with Moyes. He had such a tough time at Manchester United when he was obviously Sir Alex's major pick. He went to Sunderland as well, had a tough time there. He went to Spain, I think, with, was it Sociedad or? Sociedad, yeah. Some team in Spain had a tough time there. So Real Sociedad. So for West Ham to go back to him again after he coached them before was a tough decision, but... Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad for him because I've met him a couple of times and he's a really stand-up uh, person, very, very kind of genuine. I played against him uh, when I was really young and he's in his latter days for Preston North End and I was at Sunderland. But, uh, good, tough defender, like very honest honest player and I think that rubs off on his teams. And mm. I, I mean, he did well at Everton for well years. well at Everton. For years. For, uh, West Ham is similar to Everton where he can implement 
his philosophy where he's mm-hmm. at a big club. I think big players don't really buy into it. You have to have a certain character to coach at them big clubs. Do you think that uh, almost the stadium is being empty? It's, it's helped him a bit. Yeah. Possibly. Well, the fans are back this weekend, right? Not full stadiums, but the fans tomorrow. are back. Arsenal got fans in the stadium What is tomorrow. it, 20%? 10, uh, it depends five? on what region you're in. They, they've kind of coded oh, each I region depending on... Right, so I think it's like as many as 4,000 fans, right, I think, isn't it? Yeah, but is it 4,000 at Wembley or is it 4,000? Yeah, no, totally it's sure. 2,000. Two to 4,000. Yeah, but... Wh- Regardless of the size? Regard- doesn't matter. What? It's crazy. And it's mainly where there's civilization, where I come from, like in London. So in the south only, not areas. the north. <laughs> <laughs> you mean not like Preston, where you played? Or Sunderland, where you played? Yo, head coach. Uh, I'm only joking. Yeah, you're, yeah you don't want to upset the... No, I love the north. You'd be like the Sunderland. I lived, no, up, I lived up north more, more, t- more in my career than I did down we south. We should clarify well, the Well, that's probably why you sent me gorgeous. that comment. But it is uncivilized. <laughs> There's some uncivilized fellas up there, yeah, for sure. Mm. And there's a lot down south. Yeah, as well. that's true too. Yeah. Especially, especially, <laughs> especially in Millwall. And that's West easy Ham. thing. Yeah. Just be careful now. Hey, we play, we, <laughs> we play for Millwall and West Ham. Yeah, I know. No kidding. And he knows the uh, civilization yeah. isn't just from uh, the south. But the way. worst stadium I ever played in was the old Den. The Den, but the old Den. Millwall's Den. Oh. Just driving animals, in, right. there's garbage around the roundabouts, and there was burnt out cars and caravans. Caravans, yeah, absolutely, right next to it. There was a caravan. There was like three or four of them caravans right next to it. Some uh, some Irish guys in there. Um, Can we we not talk about caravans? No, anyway, yeah, it's right. So we should move on before these. Anyway, the den. What was the second game? (laughs) Chelsea. Chelsea leads. Actually, interesting game. Bielsa against Lampard at the bridge. Two uh, points according apart. To, according to Dan Wong, it is. Two points apart. I and, just uh, copied it, man. Leeds That's picked hard. up a really nice win at Everton last week. I really enjoyed watching They're getting better defensively, aren't they? Slowly yeah. but surely. I still think Chelsea are playing pretty well at the moment. They uh, smashed... Uh, who did they beat today? Uh, Seville, who were a good team. They beat them 3 or 4 nil in the Champions League. And uh, yeah. Frankie's got all his boys there now that he's he's signed. Ziyech mm. is, is playing very well. The keeper's coming. Mendy, who hasn't conceded what many difference goals. Yeah, the backs and she's crazy. Coming, he? so, he's got like, a flavor at the moment, isn't he? Flavor I think it's going to be a really good game. But I think Chelsea are going to nick it. High-scoring game. 3-2 Chelsea. 3-2 Chelsea. Okay, there you have it. Um, 3-2 Chelsea. We're giving exact like scores that. now. That's even better than... Wow. You get a bonus point for that. With some points. You do it. Are we tabulating scores still? Or have we gone? Yeah, yeah, I know. I've been watching everything. Danny's still ahead. Come on, he... you don't have a clue. Jesus, there's no chance. There's no <laughs> chance you're following. Why me. so busted? Me? He's hey, giving points because there was a little pot. There was a little little. little pause. He's giving points okay. for Real Madrid Barcelona. He's been too much time play. on his precious basketball podcast. Craig, oh, he's jealous. Yeah. Jim Rats and uh, what's it, weed. Yeah, that's it. Yep, Jim that's Rats. Right. Actually, it's a fantastic podcast, by the way. Thank you. The boys are good. Chuck Swirsky today. Amazing. Chuck Swirsky. Nice. Oh, great dude. Is he the we'll guy that says, that. bring out the salami and cheese? Salami. T- onions, baby. Onions. onions, baby. He has great vocals. Eh? Great oh, fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. What do you put a score? Chelsea 2 0. All right. 2 0. 2 0. Chelsea mm. over Leeds. Final game to pick this week is the North London Derby. 
Spurs Arsenal. Arsenal, only it seems like just last week that we're saying, oh, Arteta's what a great manager. He's the new Pep. What a great start for the Gunners. And then they Football's are just crazy, isn't falling it? apart at home in particular. It's a crazy old game. Is he just a shit manager after all? I, I think... <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit harsh. I, I, Hang on a minute. I'm just saying it's a question. funny old game, and it, it changes honestly so quickly. Uh, Spurs two 0 <laughs> Kane's out though, right? It, it also no, he's not. He's going to play for sure. Yeah, it, it also depends anyway. if Aubameyang's uh, cousin is going to play or the real Aubameyang is going to. Start Since up top. he signed the big deal, right? He's done nothing. Oh, terrible. Do you see this? I think Spurs. Marino's going to do the usual. He plays does it at home, and he, he'll. Park the bus and just counter, and it worked last time out, didn't it, against Man City? Yeah, and they still create chances. He knows he's going to create chances. Do you, though, have experience with teammates who, who sign a big contract and then either they wilt under the pressure or they just don't care anymore because they've made the money? Can you remember that at, at various clubs you've been at? Or were you that player? <laughs> oh, jeez. Craig, Craig was definitely that player. Uh, got the big deal. Yeah, the big contract at Footy Prime. Having a smoke on the side of the goal. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. Craig. Just so everyone He's trying knows. to look like you give a shit in the West. Just so everyone knows, Danny and Sharps are so mad at me for signing Craig. <laughs> yeah. you, you get paid for this now? You gave him, you gave him you, all you the money. You guys don't? Seven bucks an hour. <laughs> this is costing me, each podcast is costing me money. <laughs> and one or two. Parking. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I was driving here, coming, oh, I was actually fuck. coming down the Courts. rear end. I'm, I'm watching this. Like, there's five lanes coming south on the 400. And watch Where are you coming from? Work. I actually have a job. <laughs> Why don't what? we talk about Is that? Is it male no. jiggle? Anyway, so I'm you working, this- Sudbury? <laughs> That's next week. Pro Bass. Yeah, Pro week. Bass or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where? Nice. Pro Bass, oh, Pro Bass, four hundred. Yeah. They sell fishing rods. It's, right? it's the four hundred and the four hundred and seven. Snivel Mills. Who gives a shit about this? Snivel yeah, Mills. no one cares, cares about this conversation. Okay, sorry. Anyway, coming down the four hundred. We're just stop, start, stop, start. I see this guy next to me, and he's he's obviously on his phone, but he's traveling. I'm like, he's not going to be able to stop before the car in front. Bang, and then a bang in front, and it was you just see this domino yeah, effect beside you. Right beside me, I'm just like, what a bad day that guy's just turned it. Like the the guy in the middle has just got my lot. <laughs> just you, you've seen a lot of car crashes in your time. I have. You? I have. Yeah. You thought that maybe you're the responsible for these car crashes? I, yeah. They're like, oh my god, it's Craig Forrest. <laughs> I know. I'm just missing. I'm Sorry, never, we have to talk actually... about a reference he just used. He was about to say the Malachi Crunch. I was going to say that. The Malachi Crunch from Happy Days. That's right. When Fonzie got in a demolition derby to save the honor of Pinky Tuscadero. Don't date yourself, Thank boys. Thank you. Don't date yourself too much, boys. That, All right. You know, well, guess. that's why I, I stopped halfway through it for our young audience. <laughs> you born, my own born uh, after you know 1994. Yeah. The Malachi Crunch. You never even heard of it, right? No, I mean I had that once after a terrible curry, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you still, still feel it. Paint was peeling off the walls. Um, sorry, so yeah, what, what, where were we? Two nil Spurs. <laughs> no, Danny had. Uh, he said two nil Spurs. Danny has to actually put a points total. Oh yeah, win, lose, or draw. And sorry, the is that Spurs or Arsenal? Um, Spurs. Is Spurs. Spurs according to uh, Dan one? I'm going to say that after every game because I'm not entirely sure we're right in this. Why don't oh. we make some pies later and not bash the <laughs> You're producer. having a hard time betting against Spurs, aren't you? Yeah. 
Both teams are in. Okay. Both teams are in Europa tomorrow. Thursday, yeah, they will be. And I don't want you That's guys to point. throw this away. Spurs we all gamble. Spurs will win. And what were you going to put? What would you call the game? I think they want to send a message, and Arsenal are there for the taking to send a message. So, four nil. Jeez. Wow. That's exciting. Well, I mean, everything's going right yeah, for Spurs right do. now. You know he wants this. He gets this as well. Yeah. Everything is going to be just They're good, man. I'm telling Jose you. Land. I don't like imagine? saying it because i got a soft spot for Arsenal, but Spurs, even last week in the draw against Chelsea where he went back to Stamford Bridge to face his old captain Lampard. That was an awful game. It was an awful game, but like just tactically, Spurs are on point at the moment. Yes. Just defensively, their hearts are break down. It was a very, very Will good it last a season, though? Do you really think they're actually a contender? Listen, we're 10 games in. Every year we see these these upstarts doing well around this time, and they fade away. What and, makes and really, Spurs you would different? say that Liverpool's start is kind of, eh, and they've they're only lost once. Exactly, they're point back, whatever it is. I don't think they're tied. No, yeah. Tied, sorry, yeah. Goal no one's cracking on. Which is good, I think. So yeah. you were just Chelsea on TV to, behind. to comment on it or it's great analyze to see. it. It's, it's great, great to, see. to see. Leicester fourth, West Ham are fifth. We finished fifth one year. You got you got Liverpool who will, <laughs> are still they're in second gear. They're waiting for their guys to to come back. City are always going to be floating around that top four. They're still trying to find their groove. Mm-hmm. You've got Southampton are up there. Who's Sixth. Doing, doing very Wolves well. Wolves are seventh. Everton eighth. Leicester. Who's the biggest surprise this year, then, out of these teams? S- Southampton, for me. They, they played really well against Manchester United. Biggest surprise United. for me is Arsenal's in 14th. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. On the top end, what did you say? Southampton. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what surprise. is the bigger surprise? That Arsenal's 14th, or is Southampton, which is a bigger one to play with? I, th- I think with all the, the attention that Arteta got yeah. with Arsenal, and he, he mm-hmm. got a couple of signings in, uh, they they nailed down Aubameyang to a big multi-year contract. There is a lot of hype and pressure around this Arsenal team. Mm-hmm. They're just not performing. They don't they don't look they don't look at all like strong going forwards. They're very lackluster. I was watching them at the weekend because, as I said, I got soft spot for them. My oldest boy, Lucas, supports Arsenal. And we're watching them against Wolves, and they're sitting in a deep block. Like, you're at fucking home against Wolves. Okay, I know they've got quick players, but you want to be the dominant force. You want to play in their half. You want to be in the opponent's half and be near their goal. And, again, it gets back to the, the factor of no fans in the stadium. But it was just like, this is Arsenal we're talking about. Is it, time, is it time to, to uh, dust off Mesut Ozil and just see? He can't. Can he He's not something? registered. Oh, that's right. He wasn't for the Prem, was he? He's not registered in the Premier League. League. Jesus Christ. Isn't that something? It's incredible, isn't it? <laughs> I know. I tell you, I was talking about having to cross the ball more going forward. Like, my God. But what there is was times crossing the ball. They had one, one person in the box. Mm-hmm. Man City or 11th. I mean, they're, they've already lost a couple. It's a, it's a strange, strange year, man. It's good. Really, it's, it's really good. strange. Yeah, Rangers the bottom are, of the league, not so much. Not that's pretty. Well, Celtics in like thirteen. Rangers, Rangers are ten points in the lead in in Scotland. That's an, unbelievable. Did Celtics win like they lost to Ross Washington? County on the weekend in the in the cup? In the cup, yeah, yeah. They've been awful. Lennon got a show of support from the board. Yeah. I think yesterday the lead, that league needs them. Like 
Yeah, they need the they need each other as much as they hate. Well, each although other, they survived though without Rangers for a couple of years, right? Yeah, but, but you know suffered. what? From an in, like, I would say from an international perspective, like like I would take an interest more often when Rangers and Celtic were competitive. I used to always look at the table yeah. or see where you know. What yeah, I mean? but back in those days, I remember those days, and it was a relevant league though. Still, wasn't it? I think it was. Ex- yeah, they had it wasn't good players. It was exciting. Division, but it was a re- where really do you make your money though, Craig? We've always talked money with and media rights. Is it better for Rangers to be so good that they're being invited to everything on a, or does it matter? Like, where does that? But they're still, but they're still invited. Near what they would make if they were in the English Premier League. Nowhere near. Okay, they're on peanuts. That's why. That's my point. They're a massive, massive club from a supporting standpoint. Really massive, like one of the biggest in the world. Around the world, yeah. Them and Celtic, yeah. There's a Celtic or Rangers club in every city in the world, yeah. it seems. Right. So they're massive, but from a spending power, um, they just don't they don't have the money. And unless you're gonna have somebody that's just throwing mud at, like just at it and just don't care about the money, you're losing. You'd be losing millions and millions. But you can't see it growing either. You can't see Scotland suddenly doing something and suddenly it's a relevant league. You can't see it. You can see them splitting off no. and going the to the European second-tier Super League, maybe. Maybe they, yeah, maybe they get in the Super League. A second-tier one, maybe. Maybe. Dutch sides, they're looking French for sides. big clubs, they're looking for big, big clubs. Not to, it's true. That's a true. You know what? Good point. If there was a Super League, that yeah. happens. Yeah. Rangers and Celtic have the support, but can they still make the money? In their sure stadiums and with the it, endorsements to, to be relevant in that league, do you think they can? Yeah. Would yes. it be a destination for players? Yeah. Would, yes. would yeah? yeah. Back in the day, Glasgow, I mean, like when Gaza went up there and they were spending, drop. They were spending big money because okay, was week a in week out, you have to play at Scotland, Dundee, or places like that. But they were really bringing in players in for the Champions League, and I think Rangers went far in the Champions League one year. Um, like I think it was quarterfinals, or something played really well. But again, it goes back to advertising. Mm. But if like you're in the marketing. Super League and, and Glasgow's a big city, it's, it's a metropolitan city. Super yeah, League, and you're getting sure. that Super League money, and you're bringing in all those stars. And but wouldn't that crush Scottish football? Yes, it would kill it. But it, it would it wouldn't do well for English football. No, if Liverpool, agree. Manchester United, and big clubs leave, it's not going to be great either. No, I know. But the UEFA today were announcing they're very close to adopting the uh, I think the Swiss model. For the Champions League uh, after 2024, where there'll be one table with all the teams, but there's really? group, but there's groups within that table. So you play ten games in the group phase against teams in your pot. So you're not playing everyone, but you're playing them once. So you're playing ten teams as opposed to right now you're playing six six teams, six games. But but it all teams. counts toward one table. Yeah, exactly. And then the top sixteen get into the playoffs, so to speak, the knockout phase. 1v16, 2v15. Confirm that, or they're it's thinking about not, it? not confirmed, but they say they're very close to confirming it, and they think this is the one thing that will actually ward off a potential European Super League. This will appease because you'll see the best teams play the best teams more. Yeah. You won't see, you know, Lesky Sofia play Barcelona so much. You see Barcelona <laughs> play Atletico Madrid or you yeah. know PSG. Makes sense. Yeah. Oh, sorry. but it's lopsided. You yeah, lopsided? I, I don't know the full details. I had a little scan before we came is out. It a travel. They, 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 it's, it's not home and away, right? So you're playing. I right. think it's just you're playing one game against each team, and you happen to be drawn this year in Paris, and next year it's going to be you know 
in Manchester. And that was Footy Prime. <laughs> they continued for a year. <laughs> Are we sending out time? No. You got oh. 10 more. We can go as long as we want. We're in a, <laughs> we're in a shed. By the way, you see uh, Montreal Impact. Uh, oh. There's a report they're going to change their name to Montreal FC. Wrong. No, I, I think it's great. I think no. the Impact's a stupid name. Just because it's old and been around for 30 Just years, it's stupid. Just pick a name and go with it. Why does everyone, like... Why are they called the Impact? Uh, good question. That I don't know. They used to be called, I mean, back in the day, they were uh, called the Manique. Montreal Manique. C'est vrai? I remember that? Yeah. What were the hockey team called as well? There was a hockey team in Quebec. Oh, the Nordiques. The Nordiques. The Nordiques. Oh, okay. The Northern People. It's French for the Northern People. Oh, I also want to throw up... Sorry, go ahead. No, no. While we're talking about this, but Maradona getting fined. Oh, yeah, because they took a shot off to honor Maradona. Messi Uh, Messi was fined. That'd be really... That's sick. Funny Maradona. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, he gets busted. Like, Jesus. That's that's low. Come on, you (laughs) April. It's funny. Uh, Well, finally... (laughs) Finally, you know, you owe Napoli and the Italian authorities so much tax. You know, we're going to fine you now. No, uh, Messi got fined for uh, donning a Newell's Old Boy shirt in honor of Maradona when he scored on the weekend. That is bullshit, isn't it? Sometimes you've got to be a bit flexible, haven't you? I understand why they did it. The rules are the hard ass, Danny Ticchio. No, but like, it shows you a little bit. There's no sentiment in the game anymore. It's like all. That's my point about the rules. That is the bar armpit version of. Well, you know, somebody in the FA there or whatever, they're probably like. we find people for these t-shirts and these t-shirts and just everything you do, we, we find them for. And, you know, they're going to go, we got to go by the book. I, I understand. Like, there's, there was certain, I think when uh, Obama Yang was at Dortmund, he got fined for wearing the Batman yeah. mask and stuff like that. I understand that because they don't want the game to become a joke. Mm-hmm. It's an entertainment. We understand that, but it has to be a professionalism to it. But come on. Diego Maradona, there's a link there between Messi. I think there's, they're related somehow, or his, his uncle, or godfather, so whatever it is. The whole world is mourning. Just have a little bit of fucking sentiment. Come on. I know. You know? Give, him, give him a Even if they are eye. finding him, don't, you don't have to make it a, a big statement. Just say, hey, Lionel, th- that was wrong. We're going to give you 100 bucks. Fine. Put it to a charity. Bada, bada, bing. Do you ever have experiences with teammates who are. Uh, Preparing to celebrate or memorialize someone by wearing a shirt or a t-shirt and waiting to score that goal, but never actually scored that goal and couldn't actually take it off. It must happen all the time, right? <laughs> yeah, right. I've always thought that's that. That's right. I've never really thought of that because you only see it when they, when he, yeah, when oh, Aguero scored off comes a shirt. He's honoring someone. About, it must happen all the time. Well, like if, like you know, I don't know who's a really non-goal scoring forward. It happened yesterday. So for Liverpool's game, Mane had a Baba Diop. Uh, he died last week, didn't he? he died last week, forty-two years old. Played for Birmingham. Played for mm. uh, I think Fulham as well. Really know, good right? player. The wardrobe they used to call him. Big stock of a of a man. But um, Mane obviously wanted a score yesterday in the Champions League. Didn't score. So after the game, he took off his shirt and he had the big at that point. Uh, oh, so post match, taking a picture of it. I saw it on Twitter okay. just to say. His respect for for uh, Baba Diop, who sadly passed away. Yeah. So it does happen. But you get it's a post match you can do, it, I suppose. Yeah. What about the guys who have like you know they're on like ninety nine goals and they're one away from one hundred, 
and they on this big terrible drought and they'd be wearing this bloody t-shirt saying 100 goals for like <laughs> actually I, I think uh, Ian Wright it, 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 did it happen to Wrighty well no Wrighty had that what is it 263 or something whatever Arsenal stuck record. in it for a long time I don't know if he was on it for that long actually but yeah I mean I know Jeff Cunningham had it at Toronto FC for a long time. He did, that's right. And he was wearing it his for number, ages. His number was... Um, 99 as well, because yeah. he was trying to get to 100. And, Jeff, that's, that's, and that's when John Carver come come out, because he, he hadn't scored in a while, and John Carver said, fucking hell, man. How's this fella scored 99 goals? Man, he, he must have scored 99 goals in training. Is he talking about training? <laughs> that's a good Carver impression. <laughs> <laughs> fucking traded because he can't hit a fucking that's true he was on it forever it was like yeah. unbelievable he couldn't score in a brothel with a fistful of 50s oh. let's see some guy you know have like a one <laughs> a what a one on his t-shirt and he just scores his first goal <laughs> that would be fun, yeah you, you could do that you could wear it now just wear one <laughs> yeah, should, yeah. still on one yeah <laughs> well no just about you, you scored the one the one the one yeah, one like yeah, but uh, the one quotation. The one, <laughs> the first. We've got a new nickname. The yeah. one. Yeah. Before the Montreal Manique, there was the, the Olympique too, right? We. Oui. Was it? I just. I mean, right. listen. I'm not criticizing Montreal, the organization. It's a you know successful organization. Nothing against them, but I've also the impact. A stupid name. That's all. But what is the meaning behind them changing their name to become more successful? More, maybe more credible. No, I don't or just know. more in line. More international. Yeah. Well, look at it. I mean, what what clubs. You know, in the UK, or have a name that's official. Yeah, very few. Their nicknames. Well, right. Give me some. Crew Alexandra. You're talking about unofficial, but they're Crew like. Alexandra FC, though, right? Yeah, that's a. Well, I don't think so. Are they not? No, it's called it's Crew well, Alexandra, and they they're out of Crew. They're out of Crew. Where's yeah. the Alexandra come from? Is, is is that part of the town? Is it like a suburb? Not sure. Or? Let's find this Maybe out. like Leicester Foss. First time you've mentioned called Leicester <laughs> Foss. Leicester City. Yeah, it used to be City. called Leicester Foss. But cities, cities, FCs, United, yeah. they're fine. They're traditional. Trying to right? think about some other teams that are not really called after their city. Well, it is. Yes, yeah, yeah, so like, like Derby, the Rams, or you know, yeah. but they're not called. They're not called the Derby Rams. Yeah, no, I understand where you're going. Yeah, uh, West Ham, you know, Hammers. Oh. You're not called the West Ham Hammers. No. No, it's a full North think, American think, thing. Right? Yeah, I think yes. most football clubs got have FC at the the, the end of their names. Yeah, they do. Yeah, most like, do. Um, um, so United crew club. crew moved uh, from their original home at Alexandra Recreation Ground in 1906. Hence the Alexandra. Gotcha. But, but they are Crew Alexandra FC. So most clubs have that. Even like Vancouver, like Vancouver FC sounds good to me. Whitecaps is a great nickname. I think it's a great nickname. I don't. I never been a big fan of it. Being the name, yeah. Even though it is, and I know people hate me for saying that, but hey. Yeah, well, there's one thing. About, yeah, there's that, yeah the wake up. I mean, I'm a little bit biased, but it's a great, it's a great nickname. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's a, cool. It's yeah, like on the ocean, yeah. obviously, it's, it's a really yeah. good nickname. But I've had actually people, you know, when it, we we call it football, even on Sportsnet or whatever, and some people are like, oh, we people call it soccer pissy. here. I know. And it's like, well, hold on a minute. Off. Well, they it's call the it Major League thing. Soccer. It's like, well, but they call it Toronto FC. <laughs> Yeah. Not and, and they can't even tell you where F. soccer comes from. The name soccer comes from. Do you know where it comes from? Soccer it comes from Britain. It comes from the, the association. It comes. It's an abbreviation of the association football. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Soccer. But it. But it was. It, but, it, but it. originated. Like but it originated association? in association football is soccer. Like that's what it was called originally. Soccer mm-hmm. football association. was association football when yeah. when the rich toffs played it. 
you know, and then the Northerners got involved and made it better. Did you basically. watch that series on Netflix, the yeah, English the, game? The English game is really good. Yeah, it's really good. Interesting. But it was a British. It was originated the name soccer in, in Britain. Yeah, they do have like. Soccer I called it soccer as a kid, like not all the time, but I would occasionally call it soccer. It wasn't like it's a North American word. Yeah, but they get so upset over here about it when you see, when you use the name football. Yeah, I don't particularly like it. Mm. Soccer. Yeah, the name I don't. No. Yeah, and all the football soccer. is like hey, it's not football. So well, actually, it is football. It makes sense. It's football. It makes a lot more sense actually. It's, yeah. it's called that around the world. Yeah, what football, did, football what don't play football, with their freaking feet. What, what, yeah, you're like a football guy. It's stupid calling it football. Why is it called football? I I don't care. <laughs> What's it those? You know why? I never worried about the sport I was playing as long as I was playing a sport. Mm-hmm. Why you know, is it called gridiron? Gridiron, yeah, see, gridiron has to do with the field. But grid, no, yeah, but the the grid, grid. It's a grid. And it's, the iron's at and the end of the field. The hitting. Yeah. No. That's just the iron. Uh-huh. Is that where that's from? The iron part? Yeah. Is like it? the iron just hitting, you know, gridiron. Like. Iron? Are you sure about that? Are you making it up? Just making it up. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> iron, maybe a grid iron is no, like a No, there's nothing to do with the goal, the, the fucking uprights. But I bet no. a grid iron, a grid iron is just like a fireplace iron or something. It's called grid iron or something like that, I bet you. Let's look that up as well. No, okay. Before we continue in this tangent, <laughs> should we finish the first show and then we'll talk about what we want to do? Because we're getting to that space where it's 105. Oh, is it really? And um, I know how... We, do you want to talk about... Did we have one more thing on our list of things we wanted to talk about? Yeah, actually, we... we, we oh, and Forge as well. We should mention oh, Forge. Oh, yes. Forge. That was, that was, that was talking about gridiron on my, my list as well. That was unfortunate. Yeah. Goalkeeper made a bad mistake. Henry. Tristan Henry. Unlike him, too. He's been goalkeeper of, of the league for... A, did he start a, a pie seasons? shop in a pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> Only idiots do that. What are you talking about? Bad mistake. Then he went Did to the he penalties. start becoming a sales rep for a window and doors company? <laughs> in the pandemic. Of a pandemic? Out of all places, age like as well to lose. And like, yeah. Ugh. That is tough. Do you think they would uh, consider Bobby for TFC or at least talk to him? I mean, he's done a great, great job. He absolutely deserves it. At an some interview. point, he should have a conversation with him. Absolutely, he should. I'm not knowing knowing Bobby a little bit. I'm not sure if that's where he wants to go. At he likes the development more. It's not only that, but like Forge is his club. He's kind of built that from Sigma Academy as well. Oh no, that's They've true. Done a, that's a great true. job. But listen, just saying that he should at some point, somewhere, get a look in. Yeah, if TSC do due diligence, if you look around, to. they should talk to Bobby Smuniotis. Same with Tommy as well. Danny Dickio. Same with Tommy Warden Jr. You name it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah. One right. of Stephen Hart. He's been around it and knows North American football better than anyone. Coach of the year. But we spoke about this before. You have the likes of Dasso, Nick Dasovich, a good friend of ours, who's mm-hmm. one of the old, only pro-licensed coaches in Canada mm-hmm. who can't even get an interview. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah By the way, A-license... Over here, yeah. Got it yesterday, da, 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 da. congratulations! Thank Fantastic. you, guys. Thank you. Huge, huge. That's no, that's no easy feat. That took no. how many years, Steve? That was a long draw, guys. That was two, two and a bit years. Really, mm-hmm. lots of work. But how many failed exams? Lots of words. Lots of words. Lots of words. <laughs> lots, of words. <laughs> lots of video. What was your clipping. dissertation on? My final presentation. <laughs> Tumultuousness in the football field was on <laughs> lots of work. Gridiron. <laughs> No, it was on my journey. They, they call it the journey. So you have to do a final presentation on how the course has affected you as a coach and your journey through day one where you set foot in St. George's Park in England. 
up until now, even including the pandemic and COVID. Really, really good to you like present it. Or is it a written thing? Yeah, you have to present it. Who uh, to? to present it to two assessors that were uh, that obviously worked for the FA, and then they mark you on it and everything. Oh, so was when done did really you do nicely. it? Monday. Did it so Monday? That was through my Zoom? final Wait, presentation. On a Zoom meeting? Yeah. So would you have been there in person if not for the pandemic? No. So they would have they would have come over um, to assess you and do your interview in your environment. But obviously with the pandemic at the moment, I've been sending stuff like what I've been doing for the last two years, whether it be on the training field or just homework and coursework. So it's been a, a long drag, but an enjoyable drag and nice green light at the end of it as well. So I'm, I'm happy with that. Do you get a badge? I don't know. You get a certificate of some kind. I don't you bring think it you in. actually get a badge. I want to pose with it. Yeah. Bring little, it into the podcast. I, I'm a badge fan. Of badge. I'm big on the big, uh, like, you know, big sort of celebratory. Yes. Can, can, you, can you speak to the one of the hats with the old, yeah. the, old, the old university degree hats? And the, yeah. The, uh, what's it called? Beanie. It's not a beanie. Oh, the... <laughs> yeah, the flat one. The flat thing. Flat cap. They move it over when they graduate. People are so uncivilized. Jesus I never Christ. When we, when, we won the, when we won the... I, div- I did. The, uh, well, the even though I went to Kevin Ryerson, which might surprise you. Is that freaking big? Yeah. What is? The gold the little gold medal. No. For winning the league in England. Oh, is it really? Yeah. It was like that. It's that big. Well, it's like winning the Ashes in cricket. Yeah. It's a little wooden urn. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're not big on... <laughs> all the trophies. You won it. It's the biggest thing, right? It's not about Stanley Cup. Oh, we got the biggest trophy. Great Cup. Right, we're we're try it. We're Did we want trophy? We just talked about yeah. Forge. Did we want to talk about one more thing? Sure. No, no. I'm asking no, I'm you. <laughs> sure. Sure. Because sure. you and I share the, the rundown. Yeah, I know. Else. I know. Um, you know what? I, I don't know. Um, I missed all the crap on this this. Podcast now and again we get some interesting parts. And what I, I thought this was. I've got a good one actually. Podcast. I've got an exploding beer case. Okay, why don't you close us at, close us out? Say thank you, <laughs> yeah. and then we'll put something else on the internet. Okay, so very very briefly, it's quite amusing. So uh, my wife, because she's amazing, no, we're going to close uh, it out, and then you're going to no, no, you're going to close, you're going to share. Oh, this oh, really? Yeah. Oh yeah, but it's pretty yeah. good. No, no, All right, quickly, we're going to quickly share it quickly. Okay. I got to pee. Yeah, we both have to. So pee. there I was. A couple of weeks back. No, close, no, so it close the show. Is what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. Oh, for okay. Christ's sakes! Yeah. But they're missing out on the advent calendar. We're going to make exploding advent calendar beer case. you on Twitter or something. Okay. All right. Well, that's if it's that good. <laughs> it was so, thank good. You. so you won't be hearing anything. <laughs> we have to pee. Is that what it's about? It's not yes. about the time. It's because you well, both need to piss. I'm going. I'm going to pee. You have to turn things off. You go ahead and tell your story. No, it's okay. Isn't that yeah. good? Anyway, I still got jump over that fence to get my. Car. Oh my god! <laughs> I heard you fall. Hey. Deitch yeah, uh, leaked over a fence to get here tonight and we heard a thud from a mile off. Anyway, that's Footy Prime. Bye. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 